boys got something to say to me? Why don't you talk into the microphone? I got a backup mic right here. Check one, two. Testing, testing. Yeah, they both working, and guess what? They don't like no feedback. What's up? Broadcasting live from Winterfell Studios in Portland, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's the 503 Jumpcast. I am going to plant my seed in you. With John Bryant. So fucking classy. And yeah. such a fucking gentleman. And Lynn the Jazzman Thunder. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. What up, Kill Crew? Hey, Kill Crew, it's the 503 Killcast, all killing no filler, eight days a week. John Bryant, it's good to have you back. Dude, back again. Oh. It, it feels good to be here. I knew you'd be back, I never doubted. So, turns out, um, sometimes you do gotta go see a doctor when you have herpes. <laughs> John Bryant. That's all we'll say about that. <laughs> Just public service announcement. I got the herpes. Go see a doctor. So, John Bryant, you don't look like you had to go see a doctor. It's butt herpes, man. <laughs> you can't see it, but it's there. Ooh. All right, uh, John Bryant, you need to get off my chair. <laughs> Take off my pants? Okay. <laughs> All right, John Bryant, I want to dive right into this because a crazy thing happened last week. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. We saw week one, Carter, highest score. Week two, lowest score. Week two, yours truly had the highest score. Week three, had the lowest score. And you know who had the highest score week three? Who's that? That'd be you. Oh, yeah. John Brown, I think there might be a curse. High score. I think I'm... there might be a curse. You better nah. be ready for your team to shit the bed nah. this week. Nah. There's a place. I'm not. I'm not I, ain't, I ain't shook. All right. I, I would be. Shook. I would no. be. All right. Although Tyler is a formidable opponent. I, Tyler, I will say that. Tyler has a, a spooky team. And damn, he is on point on his gift game, dude. Oh, dude. No Tyler, one, you no should get points. No one gifts like T-Bridge. No. T-Bridge knows what's up. PPFG, dude. Points for a funny gift. We're going to have to do that next, next year. Next year, dude. All right. Make a note, Kamish. You, you know who's not on their game, though? Who's that? Mikey McClellan. Oh, damn, no. Oh, shooter. <laughs> shooter. What happened? You had a good draft. You had a great team name. And then it all fell apart. Oh, God. You know... Well, should we should we jump right into our listener email that we got? Well, I mean, I think we need to preface this by saying Mikey McClellan, 0-3, with another heartbreaking loss by less than one point to none other than Matt Brown, Roto World app, having loser. Hey, now I gotta I gotta apologize to Matt Brown. I'm gonna break, make a series real quick. He doesn't listen anyway. I know, but in case he does, I apparently I, I and you know what? I'll admit it. I I went a little too far on the message board. I maybe picked on Matt Brown a little too much. Um, it was funny, though. Dude, I was drinking Bloody Marys all day, and everyone knows vodka makes me mean. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I apologize, Matt Brown. I, you, you, were, you were just the lightning rod that day, and uh, I'm sorry. John Bryant, Matt Brown is a very fragile man when the Ducks lose. I know. You should know that. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it was bad. All right, but anyway, Mike from Boise, Idaho, sent us the following email. That's right. We got a listener email from Mikey. Um, let's just say real quick that if anyone else wants to send us an email, it's uh, winterfellstudios at gmail.com. We will read every single email that comes to us. Even no if matter, it's like one or two. Yeah. No matter if it's one 
or two emails will get him to them all. All right, here's the email. Dear John and Jazzman, I believe I have a pretty decent team, yet I'm 0-3. What do you suggest I do to reverse this damn curse? Also, who do you each see as your rival in the league? Mike in Boise, Idaho. Well, to the first part, Mike, you screwed yourself last year when you started trading away away draft picks and it didn't even get you to the championship. And then you screwed yourself before the start of this season by trading around your first round pick. Yeah. You need a first round pick. That's why you're losing. Mikey, this is a, a combination of poor planning and karma coming back to bite you because you did officially agree to trade a third round pick for Peyton Manning with someone in the league and then backed out of it like an <laughs> asshole. This is karma, Mikey. So we've identified the problem. We know what caused it, but I understand that you want to hear solutions. You're focused on solutions. Mikey, first off, get some damn fondue. This is a fondue party, Mike. <laughs> okay, you can't show up to a fondue party with nothing but your dick in your hand. All right, you're, you're gonna be 0-3 when that happens. This is a fondue party, Mike. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to retire the soundboard until this happened. <laughs> Second of all, I think you need a pep talk. Yeah, it might help. I think it will. I mean, It's the only proven solution to a bad team. It helped Uri last year, it and did. it got him into the playoffs. It did. I take full credit for Uri's hot streak last year. So, Mikey, I think you need to send a $20 Taco Bell gift card. To Winterfell Studios. $20, not $10. Yeah. Not $10. Yeah. $20 so we can actually get some good-ass, delicious Taco Bell burritos. Yeah. I'd say just maybe maybe this is the year that you start playing for next year instead of, you know, you kind of ransomed your team for this year, last year. It's time to switch it around. You're 0-3. I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better. That's true. Maybe this is the year you start trading for some draft picks. Listen, Mikey, I'll give you Uri's fourth round pick for Jamal Charles. I'm saying that right now. Deal done. Deal done. All right. All right. Second question. Yeah, to a second question. uh, Who do you each see as your rival in the league? Well, first of all, you need to have someone consistently beat you in order to have a rival. I don't see myself as having a rival. I'll tell you who does have a rival, though. That's Brandon Boubinet, and his rival is Matt Brown. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because Matt Brown doesn't even pay attention. <laughs> Unless it's to the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's going to pay attention to those anymore, John Brown. I don't think so either. You scared him away. Um, my rival, I'd probably only because we played in the championship game and I beat him, would be Carter. Hmm. I tried to force Matt Brown into being my rival last week. Didn't and work it out. Didn't work out for no. me. So uh, it's got to be Carter then. You, you kicked the puppy one too many times. Yeah. It, it was sad, John Bryant. Yeah, no, I'm a, and I'm, I'm a mean person. I'm sad just thinking about it, actually. Lynn Thunder, you look a little down, man. Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of am. Do you want to talk about it? No, no. Okay, well, I brought my synthesizer. Do you want to jam about it? Um, yeah, yeah, I could, I could jam a little bit. All right, All right let's jam. This here is going to be a blues number. But first, I want to do a little bit of background on the blues and say what it is. See, like, there are five cardinal colors, and colors have always come to signify more than just that particular shade. Like, red neck, or got the blues. 
That's where you apply something to a color, you see, to express what it is you're trying to say. So, like, there are six cardinal colors. Yellow, red, orange, green, blue, and purple. And there are 3,000 shades. And if you take these 3,000 shades and divide them by six, you come up with 500. Which means that there are at least 500 different kinds of the blues. For example, there is the, my NFL team is losing blues. There is the, my fantasy team is losing blues. Then there is the, my NFL team lost and my fantasy team lost. Which is the double blues. See, and for years it was thought that only fans of the Cleveland Browns could get the blues. So the blues hadn't come into no league-wide type of fame. But lately we had Matt Brown with the Oregon Ducks are bad again blues. And Mikey McLennan talking about that my fantasy team is good but still 0-3 blues. And we're going to dedicate this next jam right here to the Chicago Bears. The ex-NFL team in terms of this year, you know they got the blues. And this jam is called the Chicago B-E-A-R Blues. And if Chicago is still a city, and B-A-A-R is still bear, then what we're getting ready to deal on here is the Chicago Bear Blues. Defeat on the horizon, hardly surprising. From garrulous geezers to scurrilous skeezers, this team is beaten losing, hopelessness is oozing, out every crack and crevice, surely they will let us walk away. But back to reality, confront the morality To abandon a team mid-season even with good reason Is evil wrong, sinful, false, and villainous Still can't get enough of this Never a single game will I miss And I am unable to dismiss And to my dying day I will reminisce The salubrious symphonies The killer cacophonies The jubilant eulogies I'll take another week, please Of Chicago Bears See, they got a thousand disguises, but no surprises. They break your back just cause they can. I'd like to send a telegram. Damn the man who made me care. I double swear I cannot stand the bears. I need to cheat this bogus belief that possesses me every week. Such a relief to finally be debriefed. Every year they parade another charade, and now my mind has been made. To give up my addiction, abandon this affliction, send it an eviction, cast aside my convictions to beg for benediction. Can you sense my transfiction on this sporting contradiction? I'm a fucking depiction of a fan crucifixion. I need some restrictions, but let me make one more prediction. I'm sick of lies, you might surmise that there will be a demise, a fandom downsize, and we will all eulogize here lies. A fan who agonized and idolized the best that is team. Advertised. But I tell you, every Sunday, I'll come back to watch and wait on my team's feckless fate to pray and to preach the football gods I beseech. Give this team a crown before this poor fan chokes or drowns, yelling between his beers. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Man, that's the blues. Dang, Lynn Thunder. I hope that helped. Lighten your soul a little bit. It didn't. I think I've got herpes now. (laughs) (laughs) We're thunder with the I got herpes blues. (laughs) I got butt herpes blues. (laughs) All right. So, LT, I've been um, studying the um, rankings so far this season. You know, it's a good time to do it before before the buys start. Everyone's played three games. You get a decent sample size, and there's none of this, like... Some players have played more games than others. We're starting to separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. 
Can you name the top three running backs in our league so far? Well, it's definitely not Adrian Peterson. Sorry, Uri. Yeah. I, I would venture a guess that David Johnson's number one overall. Top. Give me. Give me the top three. <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna say David Johnson at number one. Who's number two? You think? Uh. You know, I'm gonna say that Christine Michael might be in there. No, no, no. That's bullshit. That's bad guess. Uh, possibly in the Sean McCoy. I'm gonna yeah, say Lashawn McCoy uh, in the top three, and then I'm gonna round it out with. Um, I'm gonna say da, 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 da. Matt Forte. All right, I think these numbers are really gonna shock you, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. The number one running back in PPR, Demarco Murray. Uh, that actually makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. Yep. The number two. D'Angelo Williams. Oh, I should have thought of that. Number three, David Johnson. Okay. Which of those top three do you see changing after this week? D'Angelo Williams? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Carter. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to guess where LaShawn McCoy is on the list now that you've heard that? I'm going to say top ten. He is top ten. You want to narrow it down between, I'll say, I'll give you between uh, top five and top ten. Or five between one and five and five and ten. Which do you think? I'm going to say between one and five. You were wrong. Oh. LaShawn McCoy is number six. No, oh, I was so close. You were close. So it goes DeMarco Murray, D'Angelo Williams, David Johnson, Tevin Coleman at number four, which that's a big surprise. Well, I think, John Bryan, it, we do have three weeks, but three weeks is enough for one good game or one really bad game, either way, to really skew the rankings. Uh, number five is Matt Forte. Number six is LaShawn McCoy. Number seven uh, is Melvin Gordon. Mm. Climbing his way up. No oh, yeah. I saw that one. Coming. Well, with, with no Danny Woodhead to steal touches from him, that's not surprising. Okay, I gave you the top seven. Let me give you a, a guess. I'm, I'm going to say you can say between, you know, top five... Through 10, 10 through 15, whichever you want. Where do, Where is Isaiah Crowell? I'm going to say top 10. He's number 12. Oh, God, I'm bad at this. Yeah. Is CJ Anderson top 10? Tell me that. Uh, I don't I don't think so. Uh, is he top have, 15? I, I don't have that in front of me, but I don't think so. I think he's top 10. I know. Uh, yeah, Isaiah Crowell, who no one wanted to draft. No one wanted to draft. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of hype about 12. Duke Johnson, but it turned out that Isaiah Crowell is the workhorse in that backfield. Ezekiel Elliott, who someone took in the first round, Ooh. is only number 13. You know, Not even a running back one. And he, But, you know, I think he got vultured clearly in the Bears game. I mean, they had three rushing TDs, and none of them went to Ezekiel Elliott, who got, what, like 30-some-odd touches in that game? I mean, I think, it's, I think he's going to trend he's into due. the top yeah, 10. He's due. All right, last question. Where is Eli Manning on the top scoring quarterbacks? Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say not even top ten. He's not top ten. I don't I don't even think he's even top twelve. He's not top twelve. He, I don't think he's even top fifteen. He's not top fifteen. Is he even top twenty, John Brown? He is number twenty. Oh damn! Nine spots behind Mr. Dak Prescott. Ooh, Eli Manning, you yeah. train is coming in. Ooh. All right, Lynn Thunder. Should we hit into the injury report? To the injury report. You know who the top three wide receivers are? No, I don't. I, didn't. I just kind of like made weird questions. Yeah. That, you know. I'll tell you who the top three wide receivers are. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, 
and I just forgot the third one. No, it's <laughs> James Jones is number one. I know that, or not James Jones. Uh, the uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Yeah, that's the third one I couldn't remember. And it's I know Mike then Mike Evans, Evans and then Antonio Brown. Uh, no, not Antonio Brown. It's um, it's Jarvis Landry's in the top yeah, three. Yeah, Jarvis Mike's Landry. Got two of the top three wide receivers, and this team still sucks. Yep. Well, he's had some bad matchups. Scheduling is everything. Yeah. All right, here's the injury report. Injury report. Ah. 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 All right, we're jumping in. We start, as always, with Jamal Charles. Been tracking him. He is one of the best running backs in the league, and he's finally, finally, good news, Mikey McLennan, finally going to make his debut this weekend against the Steelers. I don't think it is good news because I think they're going to ease him in. <clears throat> as long as Jamal Charles is playing, you can't start. Well, as long as he's being eased in, you can't start him or Spencer Ware until Jamal Charles has that blow-up game. John Bryant, that is the conventional wisdom. I'll give you that. You are very well read. However, I own Jamal Charles in a different league. So I have been monitoring this very, very closely. Let me tell you why I think Mikey Uh, McLennan should start Jamal Charles. Is this the same league you picked up Sammy Watkins in? Uh, Who then traded away for a fourth-round pick right before he went on IR. (laughs) So I feel pretty good. Anyway, Mikey, this one's going out to you. Here's why I think you should start Jamal Charles. He has been physically 100% since before training camp. However, the reason they've been holding him out is because mentally he still has not been able to retrust to trust that repaired ACL. He hasn't been cutting, he hasn't been trusting it. However, he finally got over that mental hurdle, which means that you don't have to worry about a snap count. You don't have to worry about him being limited physically. It was all mental, and the reason that they're putting him in is because he's finally, finally overcome that mental hurdle. I think you can start him with no reservations. Mental, huh? Mental. I thought it was butt herpes. Mm, that's a different running back. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Thomas Rawls, butt herpes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's got a cracked fibula. Carter, Carter, you kept Thomas Rawls. You thought it was going to be some shit, but he cracked his fibula. Now Christine Michael's a starter. Do you think he changes his name to wreck it, Christine Michael? I think he should just change his name to Butt Herpes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a Thomas Rawls, probably out for the season. A cracked fibula is no joke. Um, you run with your legs, in case you were wondering, and a fibula <laughs> is in your leg. And kudos to, I think it's, who has Christine Michael? Is it Matt Brown? Notorious MAB does. Oh, Notorious, Notorious. The Rotor World app did you good. Nice job. Moving on. Sammy Watkins. Foot injury, he's on IR. Ooh, that's at least eight weeks. Yeah, and I mean, that's pretty much all your fantasy season. Yep. So uh, we'll get into this, but Brendan, set your damn lineup, because I saw that Sammy Watkins is still in there, and he's been on <laughs> IR for over 24 hours now. <laughs> Philip Dorsett, ankle injury, questionable to play. If he doesn't play, then you can expect an uptick in targets for A, T.Y. Hilton. Big time upticks for T.Y. Hilton, but yep. also the tight ends, uh, Dwayne Allen and Jack Doyle. John Bryant, this next one's got to feel bad for you. <laughs> Des Bryant yep. has a hairline fracture in his knee. He wants to play, but he's probably going to miss four to six weeks. 
You know, it wouldn't be fantasy football if I wasn't stressing out about Des Bryant. You draft him every year in the first round, <laughs> and every year he screws you a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But he, he's Hey, I'm holding out hope. He could play this week. No, he's officially out. No, no. He's officially out. He nope. has come out and said, look, I trust my team. I'm going to be out. Bullshit. I'm he's calling out. bullshit on this one. He's out. I'm going to move on while you try to okay. make up something. Okay. Eric Decker tore his rotator cuff. That's what a your, bitch. That's in your shoulder. He's out for at least a week. He's going to be week to week for it until after that. If you got Quincy Anunwa, fire him up because Brandon Marshall's still a little gimpy. Ryan Fitzpatrick got to throw the ball to someone. It's going to be Quincy. Jeremy Langford. Mikey, I told you like 8 million times. I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. I told you don't keep Jeremy Langford. That's probably part of the reason why your team is sucking and 0-3. But Jeremy Langford has a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss four to six weeks. Jordan Howard is the guy to own. He's the rookie. He is this regime's guy. And frankly, he's looked a hell of a lot better than Jeremy Langford has. Des Bryant is listed as questionable, not out. He's listed as questionable, but he took to to Twitter and said that he's going to be out. Listed as questionable, not out. All right, whatever. I'm not saying I expect him to play this week. I'm just saying he's listed as questionable. He's not going to play. Burrito bet, not going to play. No, I know he's not going to play, <laughs> but his list is questionable. There's a difference. All right. Antonio Gates, still de- dealing with that hamstring injury. Go with Hunter Henry. He looked good last week. Eh, rookie tight ends, no. Hey, dude. He, he got a fumble last week. He's supposed to be one of the best tight ends ever drafted. We'll see. Rashad Jennings tight ends ever drafted. got a busted thumb. He is out this week versus Minnesota. Uh, if you're looking for someone to start in that backfield, a, you're retarded, and B, <laughs> uh, look at Orleans Darkwa, or yep. possibly, maybe, probably not, but okay, go ahead, look at Bobby Rainey. Yeah. Julius Thomas, elbow injury, game time decision. Delaney Walker, hamstring, game time decision. Uh, I know some people have them, but seriously, you should have some backups for those guys. Julius then- Thomas, uh, Alan Hearns owners got to love that, though. Oh, yeah. Whenever Julius Thomas is on the field, Alan Hearns' targets go get cut in half. And Alan Hearns is so TD-dependent, man. Yep. If he's got people vulturing those red zone looks, then he's not going to do anything for you. Even, yeah. If, if let's say, Jones isn't, uh, or if uh, Julius Thomas isn't 100%, I think Alan Hearns' targets will go up. Oh, yeah. And finally, J.J. Watt, he's on IR for his back. He's got a bad back. We're in IDP league for some stupid fucking reason, Mike Schaefer, like Hitler IDP. son of a bitch. So he's in here, but most people don't care about that. I like IDP. Jamie Collins, man. He's kicking ass. Dude, you hate IDP. <laughs> no, I hate kickers. <laughs> I agree we should get rid of kickers. But John and Brian, that's it for the injury report. Com- a little bit light compared to last week. We always like to see a light injury report. And I think it's time we move on. Let's do it. To the Fantasy Time Machine. The Fantasy Time Machine. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Guys that scored big on your bench. I've made a huge mistake. Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. Forget it, I quit. Okay, starting as we always do with the reigning champion, Shane Canwright. Terrell Pryor and Michael Thomas combining for 52 points on your bench. That's got to hurt, Shaney. You're better than that. You're you're a champion. Play like it. I like Terrell Pryor a lot this season going forward, and uh, I think Shane knows it. Uh, 
And and Shane, whenever you hear your one of your players is going to take snaps at quarterback, you got to put that guy in. Oh, especially if he's a flex play. Come on, man. That's that's free points. Shane, a little tip for you, and a tip for everyone out there: always play your wide receiver too against the Falcons because Desmond Trufant, one of the shutdown corners in the league, he always lines up almost always against the wide receiver one. So if you got the wide receiver two, play him. We saw it last week against New Orleans. Brandon Cooks got like one catch, and Michael Thomas blew up. Moving on. Schaefer, Tavon Austin, 22 points on your bench. But you played Alan Hearns for eight points. We've, we've said it already. Alan Hearns, he is too touchdown dependent. I don't think it can rely upon him. Uh, as Schaefer. long as, who, as Julius Thomas is in the off the lineup, you can't play Alan Hearns. Schaefer. We saw it last year. As soon as Julius Thomas came back, Alan Hearns' numbers went to shit. That's right, Schaefer. You bit on Alan Hearns. It was really stupid. You had a bad draft. I don't know why you're commissioner. We hate you. You also lost your matchup to Boobinay. Yeah. You said it. Yep. Uh, myself. Fucking everyone, John Bryant. That was <laughs> the worst fantasy game I've ever had. It was nuts. I think I scored like 86 points, but you know what? I looked back. If I had played that exact same lineup week two, I would have had 187. <laughs> uh, I hate this game. Anyway, my bench combined to outscore the entire rest of my team. I think they had over 100 points. Fuck my, fuck me. Dude, you got cute playing Stefan Diggs. Like, I know Stefan Diggs looks good and he's a talented guy, but here's, here's the truth. He was going up against the Carolina defense, who's... Pretty good. Yeah. They don't have Adrian Peterson anymore, so they're not. The Carolina is not going to be stacking the box. I don't know what you were thinking going against or starting Stephon Diggs over Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy, dude. Sammy Watkins was out. You knew that's their offense, and they weren't going to be able to run it through him. They had to go through Lashawn McCoy. I don't know what you were thinking. I wasn't thinking John Bryan. I was chasing last week's points. I'm not going to make them the same mistake. I think 100% of your loss last week was due to me missing the show and not telling you how to start your team. I don't believe that, but I was definitely poor We'll management. see. We'll see. I've only missed one week, and you lost that week. So That's we'll true. See. All right, Bubine. Carlos Hyde, 25 points. I can see maybe benching Carlos Hyde because he had a nasty matchup, but why the hell would you play Justin Forsett over him? Yuck. Nine points. Boobinay, that Ravens backfield is a goddamn mess, and they got Mark Trestman as their offensive coordinator. Get ready for a whole lot of screens that go for two yards. Yeah, there's a reason I dropped Justin Forsett. Enjoy my garbage, Boobinay. Oh, my God. The Ravens backfield is a mess, especially now with Kenneth Dixon coming back. That Ravens team has looked terrible. Boobinay, if you ever start Justin Forsett again, I'm going to come to your house and beat the shit out of you <laughs> and give you butt herpes. <laughs> Tyler, you could have started anyone over Kelvin Benjamin. Zero points. You should probably drop this, Didn't Tyler. see that one good. coming. No, no one did. Um, he only had one target, too, which was the more disturbing stat. You know, the zero points, that, yeah. that sucks, but one target, that's not good. Yeah, that might that Minnesota D just ate up Carolina. Oh, that Minnesota D is no joke. Yeah, they're they're the truth this year. Mikey, you should have started Matt Stafford over Andrew Luck. It would have gotten you the win. No one throws more than Mikey. They throw like sixty five percent of their time. It's it's insane. Always start Matt Stafford. Always. I definitely think Matt Stafford is going to end up with a lot more points than uh, Andrew Luck this year. Well, and if you look at it, their offensive coordinator, old Jim Bob Cooter himself. He was a quarterback's coach. JBC. He was a quarterback's coach. He loves his quarterbacks. He fixes his quarterbacks. He wants to 
shine the spotlight on his quarterbacks. They run the least. They throw the most. Mikey, you got Matt Stafford. Get that stack with him and Marvin Jones. It's going to get you a shitload of points. You don't want to know why you're 0-3? It's because you consistently make bad management decisions, Mikey. Mikey lost his matchup to Matt Brown by .89 points. And Matt Stafford had like 15 more points than Andrew Luck. Yep. Mikey, god damn. An alligator is going to eat your team. <laughs> Matt Brown. Devonta Freeman, 26 points, man. I said it. Even without John Bryan, I said it last week, you can start Devonta Freeman, you can start Tevin Coleman. Yep. Their floor for both of them is like 10 to 12 points. We've seen their ceiling. It's in the high 20s. Go ahead and start them. That's a solid flex play every week. That Falcons run game is no joke. The Falcons run game is what kept Julio Jones out of the game for you. I mean, yeah. The Saints were just giving them the run game. Why, they're not going to need yeah. Yeah. Why, why? Why try to throw it? There's only three things that can happen when you throw the football, and two of them are bad. Yeah. So I understand why if, you know, your run game's there, just keep it going. Oh, yeah. And, I'm you know, I'm not too worried about Julio Jones. He did have seven targets, which is in line with his usual. He's usually eight, nine, ten targets. He got yep. seven. Three of them were in the red zone. You just couldn't come down with them. Uh, Brennan, anyone over Sammy Watkins because he was out. <laughs> Set your goddamn lineup, Brennan. We kick people out for this shit. Uh, seriously, we do. And Sammy Watkins was declared out on Friday. Yeah, and he's all like, well, I set my lineup on Tuesday. Brennan, you can't set your lineup on Tuesday. Yeah, and we, we Brennan's been notorious for not setting his... He do, Brennan doesn't set his lineup on Tuesday. He does it Sunday morning, so... Well, he didn't do it this Sunday morning. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't think he did it Tuesday either. No, uh, Brennan, you're kind of a repeat offender here because you did this a couple weeks uh, last season. You better watch yourself. You're on thin ice. Yeah, dude. Uri. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh, he's going to wreck himself. Yep. He's uh, already wrecked himself. Oh, yeah. He's so wrecked. Uh, Uri, Sterling Shepard, 18 points. You traded a fourth-round pick for him. Is he just, just going to ride the pine on your team? Huh? Is that what a fourth-round pick is to you? No. You traded away a fourth-round pick for a guy you're going to start. That being said, you probably shouldn't start him this week. <laughs> yeah, I missed him of D. <laughs> Carter, Deshaun Jackson, 20 points over Randall Cobb with four. Yeah. Ooh, that Deshaun Jackson play is going to be rough for you, Carter, because he's going to have weeks where he gets two points. He's going to have weeks where he gets 20. I've been down on Randall Cobb all season. You have been. Uh, Carter, maybe you just plug in Deshaun Jackson, roll that dice, cross your fingers, see what happens. For sure. Yeah. Diddy. playing Cleveland this week? Definitely. Oh, my God. Diddy, no one. Your team is really bad, dude. Seriously. Uh-huh. Have you looked at Diddy's team? It's terrible. <laughs> got a bad team. Diddy, uh, start playing for next year. And give me Gronk. <laughs> give you. John Bryant, we're going to end up with you. No one. I hate your team. Oh my optimal God. lineup. You did play the optimal lineup. Optimal lineup. Duh. Bullshit. No, man. Uh, John Bryant, you the- got one of them uh, You got one of them sports almanacs, huh? The, the gray sports almanac. <laughs> did you travel to 2015 and grab one of those sports almanacs? I think Maybe. you did. Maybe I did. All right. John Bright, let's move into the matchups. All right. All right, let's go into the matchups. Uh, here we go. What the heck's going on? What is going on? Oh, we're having some technical difficulties. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Come get on that. 
That's right, boys. This is JD's All Stars coming at you with a little message for the Jizz Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, Jazz Man, Lynn Thunder. You see, I couldn't help but notice, but the, the Jazz Man, he started this season with such high hopes that he's going to the playoffs, going uh, all the way to championship, possibly. I mean, he pretty much gave up during the draft last season by drafting Jordy Nelson and injured Jordy Nelson just to use him as a keeper this year. And after that, he pretty much dedicated himself to building as many draft picks as he could. Hey, and even I gotta admit, he drafted a, a sick team. It's stopped from top to bottom, top to bottom. But alas, even Carter, with a lowly 89 points, was able to squeak out the win last week. That's right, with a D rating according to the Yahoo matchup recap. Ooh, up against your F rating. You literally could have started your entire bench. No quarterback, no defense, no nothing, and you still would have beat most of the league. That's the crazy thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm down here in last place with this sad sack of dysfunctional players I drafted. Although, even I would have beat you last week. And that's why this week, when I do beat Ooh. you, I'm knocking you out of playoff position so you can join me right down here in the toilet where you feel at home. That's right. Good luck this week, buddy. But I hope you're ready to Play say goodnight because it's already over. <laughs> Diddy out. Dang, dude, I don't even know what that was. Jared just pirate shipped his way into our fucking podcast. Goddamn, elite hacksaw Jared Diddy. <laughs> oh. All right, Diddy, now it's personal. Now I don't want to beat you. Now I want to humiliate you. You got anything to say back to Jared's? Dude, he just, he just called you out on the podcast. Jay Diddy, I hate you. <laughs> Weak. I'm going to give you butt herpes. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's go into the preview. All right. <laughs> Recording live from somewhere. It's time for the official podcast of right. the 503 Killers Fantasy Football League. Fantasy football is my religion. Nothing brings me greater spiritual enlightenment than picturing me taking my big fat donger that is my team and slapping it in my friend's face, dropping loads on them like manna from heaven. Sunday is my Sabbath, and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays in December, baby. It's the 503 Killcast. All right. Week four matchups. Here we go. John Bryant, right off the top. Yours truly versus Jay Diddy. Is, is Jay Diddy in your head a little bit now? Oh, he's totally in my head now. <laughs> he, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to tinker with my lineup now, Jay Diddy. I, I, yeah, I would suggest that. Oh, all right, John Bryant. Uh, I'm involved in this, so I clearly pick myself to win, and so does Yahoo, Jared. But John Bryant, who do you think is gonna win this week? Um. Well. I picked you, but I still suggest that maybe you look somewhere else at quarterback. Yeah, I'm feeling not as confident with Carson Palmer after last week. I've been off week. Carson Palmer all season. I told you he was due, and I think I think someone's in his head. He had a great game week two, I will say. One of the mm-hmm. top-scoring quarterbacks week two. Yeah. And then had... It's the only game he's won. Would have been one of the worst games of a quarterback week three if it wasn't for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I think he's going to bounce back against L.A., and if he doesn't, well, I put Andy Dalton on my bench for a reason. Drop my microphone. I think it's going to be a uh, David Johnson game. Mm, against that front seven for L.A.? 
Dude, they got they got all sorts of different ways to get David Johnson the football. Hey, as long as Carson Palmer's throwing it to him, I don't care. All right. But I don't know. I'm a little worried about Stefan Diggs. I um, would be too. I'm surprised you're not putting Emmanuel Sanders in there. You know, what I'm looking at is that New York has a decent defense, but it's a decent run defense. Their secondary sucks ass. They've got they're missing two key uh, elements to their secondary this yeah. week. Both their corners are hurt. Exactly. And with Emmanuel Sanders, outside of week three, he hasn't done a whole lot. And I've already got C.J. Anderson going against Tampa Bay. I have a feeling, I got a feeling that if I put all my eggs in one basket there, uh, it's not going to work out. We've heard, I've heard this from the Denver offense. When they're at home, they're going to run their ball. They're going to run the ball. They're going to play their game. When they're on the road, they're going to have to let set Trevor Simeon loose, as we saw last week in their first road game. And he can be let loose. Damn. Yeah. They're playing at Tampa Bay. Those, I think those quick, short routes are going to be there for Emmanuel Sanders. In a PPR, I'd start him over Diggs hmm. seven days a week, twice really? on Sunday. Would you start C.J. Anderson? I, I wouldn't start. Like like I said, I think C.J. Anderson is going to be a home home field play. Hmm. I, I, I think i got to start him against that Tampa Bay defense. i got to. It's, it's a weak defense. And I'm going to see what he does. I'm going to see if your theory is correct this week. Yeah, I would. I would take out Diggs and put in San, or Sanders. All right. And Either I might. Oh, fucking. Do you know who this is? Who? Hold on. Hello. John Bryant. Mike Schaefer. We're recording the podcast. You're on do the you podcast want? right now. You fucking <laughs> Hitler son of a bitch. <laughs> Sabotage. <laughs> who do you pick this week? Against uh, Thunder and uh, Jared. Ooh, Thunder and Jared? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Thunder. Thunder's got probably the third best, second or third best team in the league. Jared's been having some rough games. Wrong answer. Back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the right answer, actually. <laughs> oh, come but it was back. the right thing to do. <laughs> I'll call him back later. <laughs> I'm picking you this week. Uh, All right. Jared's team, I'll, I'll, let's take a quick look at it. He's got Cam Newton against Atlanta. I think there's definitely some points to be had there. Oh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Marshall's going to be force-fed the ball. Dude, he's going right. against Richard Sherman, who has the best cornerback rating so far this yeah. year. Brandon Marshall. And he's gimpy with yeah. no Decker to take pressure off of him. Golden Tate, guys, you got to cut. Guys, you got to drop. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't drop Tate, but I wouldn't put him in as my wide receiver, too. Yeah. Damn. Theo Riddick, I think he's going to have a good game. Rob Gronkowski, still a little... I'd hold him off for one more week. Yeah. And Tevin Coleman... I like Tevin Coleman. ...against Carolina. He ain't going to get you no 26 points. Yeah, I don't like I'll that. Tell you that. Yeah. And Duke Johnson Jr., what the fuck you thinking, Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Come on, man. <laughs> and San Diego defense against New Orleans... Drew Brees gonna put up some points on that secondary. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Diddy. Diddy. You got some hacks or skills. I'll give you that. <laughs> but it ain't happening this week, man. Yeah, my official pick's going to you, Lynn Thunder. <laughs> All right, next matchup. Mike Schaefer versus the fighting Gil Gunderson's Matt Brown. Matt Brown, I can't pick you. Not when your quarterback puts up eight and a half points. Ryan Tannehill sucks. Oh, my God, Matt Brown. Why are you starting Ryan Tannehill? He's like the poor man's Jay Cutler. <laughs> That's bad. It is bad. Uh, I mean, how can you pick Matt Brown when he's got... Actually, now that I look at it... 
Schaefer, I pick you. Yeah, you got the better matchups. I'm picking Schaefer this week. <laughs> uh, Although, like, I don't like that Alan Hearns play. Don't I, like it. They're in London, first off. I think um, putting in Frank Gore might be a little bit better. Uh, For Alan Hearns? Yeah, I think he's got I a think, higher floor. I think Frank Gore going against Jacksonville, yeah, he's prob- you know, it's probably going to be a run-heavy game. Um, Do you know that Andrew Luck lived in London for a while? I don't care. Okay. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I... I don't know. I, I like his Jamison Crowder play a lot. I think it's that's a good smart. play. Yeah. Um, and I think Greg Olson's going to eat up this week. I think the Atlanta's allowed like five tight touchdowns to the tight end already. So yeah, Atlanta's got a bad defense. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Schaefer this week. And if, if Julius Thomas doesn't play, Alan Hearns is going to get, he's not going to have a great game. He's, but he's definitely going to get wide receiver two numbers. Yeah, Matt Brown, I think the Roto World app did give you a good top heavy lineup. Uh, Mike Evans, great. Chicago or um, Alshon Jeffrey, Mike Evans terrible. against the Denver Broncos. Well, I'm, I'm talking in general here. Yeah, I mean he is the number two wide receiver so far. Uh, Christine Michael, fantastic! You got a starting running back now, Matt Brown. Nice job, Kyle Rudolph. Not looking like a bad tight end. Sammy Biscuit seems to really like him. Yeah, and Mike Wallace. That's another. That's that's a risky play against that Oakland secondary? It's 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 just a risky play. I see Steve Smith making a big comeback this week. You think so? Yep. I don't know. I like Mike Wallace against that bad bad Oakland D. Uh, I think I think you could do worse at flex. Uh but anyway, I got got to pick Schaefer. Yeah, me too. All right, next one. Uh Shane and Boubinet. Two, two cups, one girly going against the Bourbonic Plague. Um this one's going to be close, but I I had to pick Boubinet. I think Shane's chasing last week's points by playing Michael Thomas. Yeah, but he's got Troll Pryor in there, and I like that. Uh, Philip Rivers could have a really good game against that New- shitty New Orleans D. I don't know. I just Philip Rivers I, could put up like thirty points easy. I look at Shane's bench, and I see three guys who might be better to play than Michael Thomas. Adam Humphreys. He's got a bad matchup against Denver. But with Mike Evans demanding a whole lot of attention, uh, I don't think he'd be terrible. And then I think the best play he has is Michael Floyd. I know Michael Floyd's had a bad season so far. And he's concussy. But he was taken off the injury report on Friday. He was um, he was cleared for non-contact um, practice, yeah. basically. And um, you do have Quincy Anunua. Who I think is worth. That's who I would play. Yeah, that's worth a, a serious look. Although Shane. Shane, it's gonna really come down to you just being a good fantasy player right now. If if um, well, we know Eric Decker's out, so Quincy mm-hmm. Newman was a good play. But if uh, Willie Sneed does not play, then you can play Michael Thomas with some confidence. But if Willie Sneed does play, you gotta take Michael Thomas out of there. Yeah, Shane. If 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 Michael if Willie Sneed plays, Michael Thomas is looking at like maybe two catches, three catches max. Oh yeah, he's clearly second fiddle. Yeah. Meanwhile, Boubinet, I think he's got some solid players. Blake Bortles, uh, not having a great season, but I think he might turn it around against Indianapolis in, in London. I don't like it. It's too much. Just too Indianapolis much has five cornerbacks who are injured. They have zero secondary. If Blake, Blake Bortles is going to have a good game, it's going to be against Indianapolis. But Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles. That's and true. They Can just, he overcome? They have the one of the worst offensive lines in football. Yeah. I don't know. I think Blake Bortles, Boubinet, if he doesn't do anything this game, you got to look somewhere else for quarterback. Yeah, Tyler Lockett's a dumb play this week also. He's gimpy uh, as long as um, they're 
I mean, they're trying to get Jimmy Graham involved. It's Jimmy Graham's same thing a little with hurt, though. Julius Thomas and Alan Hearns. If, yeah. if Jimmy Graham's involved, Tyler Lockett's not. He's got solid flex plays. Carlos Hyde and Cole Beasley. I like the Cole Beasley. One of Dez out. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So, Boobane, I, I got to pick you this week. Um, I picked Shane this week. You picked Shane? I picked Shane. All right. I think Terrell Pryor is going to have a, have himself a day. I don't know. I think it's still the Cleveland Blair, uh, still the Cleveland Browns. They can fuck it up. Shane, please listen to me and check if uh, Willis needs playing or not. Before yes. We start Michael Thomas. Seriously, look at that Michael Thomas play. Yeah. Because I way, think he is chasing last week's points by putting it in there. He's got to make sure that it's still a good play. Before we get to our next one, I did keep track of my picks from last week, and I texted them to you so they would be like legitimate so I couldn't just make it up. And I was five for six. What were you? Oh, I didn't make any picks last week. Oh. Yeah. I was five or six. You know who got me, who who made me not six for six? Was it me? It was you. Ha <laughs> ha! One good thing coming out of your loss, I guess. <laughs> Nothing good came out of that loss, John Bryant. You're right. All right. Next up, we've got Cellar Dweller versus the Space Cowboys. And John Bryant, you got to feel pretty good after Tyler had a really bad Thursday night. Giovanni Bernard and Devontae Parker combining for 11 points. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, I was kicking myself for not putting um, Kenny Stills in after that one play, but then after yeah. I saw he wasn't even really throwing I think the rest he's, of the game, I think I he's okay droppable, dude. It. I don't know if he's droppable. Uh, I mean, he, he's he's either going to get a play like he got Thursday night, or he's going to get nothing. Yeah, well, Ryan Tannehill's terrible. Yeah, It's exactly. not Kenny Stills' fault. No, it's not his fault. I think he's suffering from the same problems that Mike Wallace had when he was there. The quarterback who sucks and cannot throw the deep ball. Kenny Stills... He's a guy who's fast and can get open deep. If you get a quarterback who can throw to him, then he's good. But, man, I can't. I know you're chasing something there, but I think that Devontae Parker is getting more targets. Jarvis Landry. Not chasing anything. I haven't put him in my lineup yet. Yeah, but he's taking up bench space. Bench space? He just, dude, let me show you Kenny Stills' points so far. Let me let me put some truth on you real quick. Hold on. Week 2, 12 points. Week 3, 12 points. Week 14, or <laughs> week 4, 15 points. That's a bench play. Week 1, 2.5 points. The Week 1, everyone was getting their shit figured out, okay? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, he's putting up decent wide receiver 3 numbers. I'll keep him for a flex play in a, you know, he's a, he's a matchup-dependent player, and I'm obviously not going to start him until I need to. John Bryant, if you take away his one... Long, crazy play from last week. He got one point, pretty much. But he got that one long, crazy play. And yeah, gonna are you going to bank gonna on that every, every week? They're going to look for it every week. I'm going to bank on it. All right, you bank on that. All right. Anyway, I, I got to pick you. Tyler, you got screwed Thursday night. It happens to everyone. Uh, can't, can't, can't pick you this week. So Antonio Brown is projected 27 points. Which I think might be just a little high. I know he's capable of it, but he's going against Kansas City, who has a pretty good defense. Dude, did you see that he got like 25 points with the Pittsburgh offense only putting up three points? Yeah, but... Come on, man. Who's coming back this week? Who's going to get a bunch? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell's coming back this week. You think they're going to run the ball a little bit more? You think they're going to throw to him a little bit more? It's not like they didn't run the ball with D'Angelo Williams. 
No, they did. Well, D'Angelo Williams had a shitty week last week, but I, everyone I just, had a shitty. I week. think it's going to be the Le'Veon Bell show in Pittsburgh Sunday night prime time. I'm sure you know. I'm sure Antonio Brown will put up a good na- game, but to project him at 27 points, I think is a little crazy. Um, it's it's, it's really high. Yeah, it I'll give you really that. High. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling confident this week. I, I, I'm I'm picking myself too. Yeah. Um, the only thing I got to ask you. Do you want you, a burrito bet, D'Angelo, or uh, Antonio no. Brown, 27 points? No. Because I'll take that all day. I Yeah, I would too. <laughs> three and oh, I'm a 3 and 0 oh, 4 and 0. Oh. 3 and 0 oh on burrito bets. Uh, I hate burrito bets, dude. <laughs> I hate them burritos. so much. Why? I got to ask you. Why are you starting Delaney Walker over Eric Ebron? Because uh, Delaney, if Delaney Walker plays this weekend, which I'm keeping an eye on, he is that offense. Right? I mean, he's that passing game. It's DeMarco Murray and it's Delaney Walker. All right. Yeah, Eric Ebron's good. And yes, the um, the Lions throw it a lot, but they have a lot of other targets out there. And Anquan Bolden's been a big red zone target. Uh, you know, they got Marvin Jones, they got Golden Tate. Who do they got in Tennessee? Well, I mean, they seem to run the ball more than anything else, though. Yeah, but I mean. You've already got DeMarco Murray in your lineup. Delaney Walker still. I mean, you take last week out where he didn't play. He still outscored Eric Ebron. So, all right, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I like Eric Ebron. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he'll be a great plug-in when Delaney Walker's on his bye. Yeah, or when he if he's if he doesn't play this week because he is questionable. All right. Okay. Well, pick. We're both picking you, Carter and Shooter, <laughs> Shooter McLennan, Mikey. I'm telling you, this is karma. Good fantasy players know how to schedule. You clearly don't. He doesn't know how to. He's he doesn't have one of those elite top schedules. No, he doesn't have an elite <laughs> top player. He didn't get anyone out of the first round. Uh, Marvin Jones is looking like he could be the, that elite top player, and Jarvis He's Landry is someone who I was targeting in my draft. And when Mikey snapped him up, I was a little angry. Marvin Jones is very good, but let me say right now, he is going to be a boom and bust player. He is going to come back down to earth. Oh yeah. Definitely. But again, he's on an offense that throws it more than anyone else. Yeah, but there's a lot of other targets there. Like I just said, Anquan Bolden, Golden Tate, Eric Ebron. There is. But, uh, Mikey, you got to feel good about Marvin Jones. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard may be a little premature on that one. (laughs) Mikey, I think you need to tweak your lineup. Like I said in the very beginning... Put in Jamal Charles. I think this is his coming out week. I think he's going to hit the ground running against that Steelers defense that just got murdered by the Philadelphia run game. Holy shit. Mikey, you got to clean up your bench, too. Jam- I mean, Jam- okay, Jamal Charles is coming back this week, but you also got Spencer Ware. That's basically two spots for one position. Once Jamal you- Charles comes back, you can drop Spencer Ware. Rashad Jennings is questionable. Dante Moncrief is out. Uh- you're holding two quarterbacks that you're playing on matchups. It's it's time to take Mikey, a big look at your team, man. I would bench Jordan Howard in favor of Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. I would. You want a burrito bet? Who's going to get more points this week? Yeah, I do. All right, I'll take. I don't even like Jordan Howard. I just don't see Jamal Charles getting a whole lot of workload. I, like I said, I think that it's not a physical thing. I think it was a mental thing. He's been clear. Uh, my money is on Jamal Charles. I think he outscores Jordan Howard. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Jordan Howard. 
burrito bet. This is going to be the first burrito bet I lose, but we need one. All right, okay. All right. Mikey, I have to pick Carter right now, but I think if you put in Jamal Charles, you got yourself a fighting chance. I'm just going to pick Carter. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I feel dirty doing it, but yeah. Next matchup. Okay. Last matchup, actually. Uri Fincy and the Slackjawed Yokels. Tough to pick a guy who doesn't (laughs) set his goddamn lineup, Brennan. Uh, Sammy Watkins on IR and Green Bay, who's on their bye. If Brennan doesn't... Let's let's okay. We're we're picking Uri. It's easy. Yeah. Let's not even break it down. And it's not even because Brennan what didn't set we, his lineup. It's because Uri's quietly got a pretty good team. What do we do if Brennan doesn't set his lineup this week? Well, we can't do anything. It's the commissioner's Should job. We call him back? And the commissioner kind of sucks. I think we call him back right now. I think if Brennan doesn't start his doesn't do a, a completely like started lineup, um, I mean. It's got to come to a vote whether he can be in our league next year, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. Let's see what the commissioner has to say. Yeah. This is like the phone a friend thing. <laughs> phone a commissioner. Bet she doesn't pick up. He probably doesn't. Yellow. Hey man, how's it going? Going good. Going good. It's All right. The podcast. Too bad. We're, you're on the podcast right now. We we got a question oh. for you. Well, no, I'm definitely going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you noticed last week, but Brennan did not set his lineup. Did he really not? I thought he just made bad choices. Well, no, Sammy Watkins he started was, Sammy Watkins, was, who was declared out on Friday. Yeah. And if mm. you look at his lineup right now, he still has Sammy Watkins in there, and he's got the Green Bay defense, who's on a bye. Oh, Brennan. Hypothetically, if Brennan does not fix, I mean. Okay. He, he still has time last to fix his week, lineup. Last week, you could say, okay, he didn't see that Sammy Watkins was out. But, I mean, this week, he's I mean, clearly it's not like a, Yahoo doesn't right. he tell said he, you, He though. said he set his, his lineup on Tuesday, so if he didn't check it after then, he probably wouldn't have known. Although, why would you set your lineup on a Tuesday and then wait the entire week for shit to hit the fan? Mm-hmm. Anyway. It, so, it's not an excuse. But this week, if it's definitely a buy, oh, that's, that's worrisome. Who's he playing this week? Uri. Who's second place? I yeah. mean, he's got quietly a good wins. Team. Yeah, he's three and zero. Oh yeah. So well, shit. What's the official punishment if Brennan doesn't sit his uh, lineup again? That's a tough one. I don't know. What can I do to punish him? He's already taken a kick loss. him out of the league. Come on, Hitler. <laughs> Jesus, kick him out of the league for not setting a lineup. That's we already kicked someone else for not doing that. That's exactly why Chris Schultz was kicked out. Well, that's true, but he did it on a consistent basis. I think putting Brennan on the same show in two weeks in a row. He did it last year, too. Oh, my God, damn. Two, it could be a coincidence. Three's a trend. Oh, God plus, damn it. Plus, Hang plus on. It has, it's not Sunday yet. We'll see what actually happens tomorrow. You're saying hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically, if he weren't to do it. Well, that is a good one. I'd have to think about it. I'd have to talk to him. He'd have to have a damn good reason why he didn't do it. God damn, you're a shitty commissioner. <sighs> Just hang up, dude. What if he's in a hospital somewhere? I don't know. He's not in the damn hospital. I'm assuming he's not, but... He's in his border beans with his interns. (laughs) (laughs) Anything going on tonight, Mike? Going on tonight? Um, Not right now. I'm I'm going out to to a late dinner with some friends of Kirsten's, and then I don't have anything specifically planned. All right, we'll talk later then. All right. All right, take it easy. Later. So, uh, 
Gotta pick. You heard it from the commissioner. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happens. God damn it. Not surprised at all. We need a commissioner that rules with an iron fist and Mike Schaefer. The only fist he knows is the one that's up his ass. (laughs) God. He's more useless than a bent penny. Hey, look. Look what just came up. Mike Schaefer now playing a video game. (laughs) Good job, Mike Schaefer. Uh, I know you're playing Stellaris, Mike Schaefer. Instead of administering the league like you're supposed to. I'll say it again. More useless than a bent penny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we pick Uri, and it's not just because Brennan didn't set his lineup, although it's tough to win it's when Brennan's team two shit. of your guys are not playing. But Uri's got quietly a very good team. The thing is, like last week's my my what brought me to three and I feel cheapened. It feels cheapened because Brennan didn't set a good lineup. Yeah. Like, I wish I had played anyone else because I still would have won, but I would have won at least, like, in a... Against someone who was actually trying. An honorable victory. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, this is like beating up one of those retarded kids. Yeah. It feels bad, man. Do you got the... I, I mean, just beat up a retarded kid blues? <laughs> I just beat up a retard. <laughs> and my ass has herpes. Okay. Taco Bell's definitely going to pull the sponsorship now. All right, those are the picks for next week. We got a little sidetracked because of the whiskey. This is the first time we've had three different people, or, well, no, four different people on the podcast. Yeah, we're setting new highs, Kill Crew. Anyway, it smells like farts. We'll see you on the gridiron. Take it easy. On my worst behavior, no. They used to never want to hear us. Remember? It's the 503 Killcast. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you. With your host, John Bryant. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all! And Lynn, the Jazzman Thunder. No business, Bond, insecure, junkyard motherfucker! Brought to you by Taco Bell. Live Moss. You don't know how to trash talk, do you? I do know how to trash talk, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? You know what the difference between your mama and a washing machine is? When I dump a load in the machine, the machine doesn't follow me around for three weeks. 